Hello, and welcome to my podcast. I am Jocelyn Hillam, mom of four and thought work enthusiast. I have found a greater happiness when I improved my thoughts. In fact, I found meliora, which means better in Latin. I found a better life, and I can help you find a better life through changing your thoughts. Join me on this journey. Today is the last episode in our pregnancy series about whether to nurse or bottle or some combination in the middle. Let's dive in. Hi, I am Jocelyn, the host of the Meliora Mentor Podcast. Meliora means better in Latin. I encourage better thoughts for a better you and a better life taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. I help individuals with an inner desire who are having a difficult time making progress to fulfill their goals to find the small, doable steps without making drastic changes to their everyday lives. And I can help you. Thanks for joining me. So it's another big question. In fact, there are a lot of big questions when it comes to pregnancy, having a baby, and what you're going to do with all of those options. We've already talked about some of the common ones of how to birth a baby. C-section, all natural or unmedicated, epidural, in the hospital, at home, midwife, doctor. There are lots of options and things and questions (laughs) to think about when having a baby. But in this series, we have had the baby, our baby is born, and I've had a baby almost all the ways. I haven't had multiples yet, (laughs) and I kind of hope I don't because that would be another thing in of itself, but I have had a C-section, I have had an induction, I have had an epidural, I've had a baby with my own contractions, and I've had an all-natural unmedicated birth. So I've got quite a bit of experience when it comes to the birthing. The next question after birthing though is how are you going to feed your baby? Are you going to nurse your baby? Are you going to bottle feed your baby? Are you going to find some combination of both? Now my first baby came as a complete surprise nine weeks early. I was not prepared or even thinking about how I was going to feed my baby at nine weeks early. Um, I was not able to feed him, nurse him, or um, pump even for, I mean, I did pump, and the nurses helped me pump, but I think I had to do what they call pump and dump because I was on some medications to get me back to a normal state. (laughs) Um, Anyways, so I had pumped with my first baby, and the nurses were really big in my hospital on breast milk. And I learned a lot about breast milk through being a NICU mom because they told me about the properties that breast milk has in helping babies and helping them with their immune system and how mother's milk can change, actually, to help support the baby, like, with sicknesses and stuff. And there were so many facts that I learned about breast milk from the hospital I was at while I was a NICU mom, and I just... Like, there were so many benefits of nursing. I felt like, I almost felt like I had to nurse. But I also had that desire that I wanted to nurse. There was both in there. 
But him coming the way he did, he was bottle fed for, well, he actually couldn't drink a bottle for a long time, but they gave him bottle milk and then mixed with breast milk when I was able to pump without having to dump. <laughs> um, they kind of did both. And I think once I got enough breast milk built up, they went straight to the breast milk as long as he was gaining weight too, because that was a concern that our Nikki baby needed to gain weight. So at the beginning, I was not able to nurse my first baby. I just pumped, and when I got him home, I tried to get him used to nursing, but it was hard. He had been used to drinking the bottle. Um, towards the end of the NICU, we had been doing bottles, and they would do bottle feeding with him because he had to be able to drink his own bottle in order to go home. So he was used to the bottle, and if you know nipples, they're not really shaped like the bottle. It's different, and it was different enough for him that he would not latch good. And this was hard and frustrating because I wanted to nurse him. I didn't like pumping. <laughs> pumping was annoying. It was not fun. I didn't enjoy pumping, so I just felt like nursing him would be a whole lot better. But it was hard. Thankfully, one of the nurses showed me about a nipple shield. And the nipple shield helped me so much to nurse my first baby. I nursed him for about eight months, and then I had had enough breast milk stored up that I bottle fed him with breast milk until he was one and was able to go on to dairy milk. And that's what I did with my first baby. It was kind of a mixture of both. On my second baby, she came like normal. She was a textbook baby and I decided I was going to nurse her. And I didn't want to start with the nipple shield because I knew that it would be hard to get rid of because it was really hard with my son to get rid of. And then I had to carry a nipple shield everywhere and it was an inconvenience. I did not enjoy <laughs> carrying the nipple shield around. So I nursed her. I nursed her for a few reasons because I have heard, read, seen a lot of research about how good breast milk is for new babies and how good it actually is for mom's body and healing. Nursing can actually help your body heal better and faster, or at least that's what I've read. Um, I don't have my reference, but I have read that in the past, <laughs> and I'm sure you can find the articles about it. Um, so I wanted to nurse my babies. It's good for mom. It's good for babies. It also actually helps with the connection. Um, those endorphins that are released as you nurse the baby, the love endorphins are powerful and they're incredible. And for me, they actually even got stronger as the baby got bigger. And I would just sit there and I would nurse my baby and just feel so much love for my baby. And it was powerful. I ended up nursing her for a full year, and part of that was because she would not take a bottle. <laughs> and at this point, I realized that if I wanted to do anything, like get out for more than two or three hours, I needed my babies to take a bottle. And that I came to that realization during baby number two, that if they don't have at least some bottle, then they're not used to drinking a bottle and they won't take a bottle. And that makes it really hard to get out and even go to a movie or dinner with your husband because you're on time, time limits. And of course, as the baby gets bigger, they can have solid foods, so that can help supplement. But, but with baby number two, I kind of realized that I wanted to do both. I could pump and have breast milk, but I wanted to have a bottle available 
and do it once a day so that the baby would take a bottle if I needed her to or if I needed to go out. I do have to say though, I was really proud of the fact that I basically kept my baby alive, like growing her in my body and then nursing her until she could eat solid foods. I had this weird thing that I was just so proud of the fact that my body kept both of us alive strictly for like a year and a half. Anyway, <laughs> I think that is a fun fact and wanted to share that with you. But by baby three, I decided to do a little bit of both. And I decided to add formula in as one bottle a day and then nurse the rest of the time so that she would be used to the bottle so that she would still nurse and I could kind of have the best of both wor worlds. I loved the convenience of nursing. It's always ready to go, it's always there, the baby can nurse whenever. <laughs> but I also love the freedom of the bottle and being able to get away for a little bit. Because nursing is kind of a sacrifice. It does take time, it does take mom, it does take mom's body to in order to nurse. But it is powerful. It is, I am a big supporter of nursing but I'm also a big supporter of taking care of your mental health. And if nursing is too hard for you and your mental health, there is awesome, awesome modern conveniences of bottles that are just fine for babies. I was a bottle-fed baby, and I feel like I turned out just fine. <laughs> so just know that if nursing is a little much, that there is blessings of modern formula and whatnot that can help feed and take care of your baby. But if you can nurse, I would highly, highly recommend it. Nursing is amazing and is incredible. Now, before we end today's episode, I want to talk about skeptical people who don't agree with what you're doing in feeding your baby. There was one particular member of an extended family that would always ask if I was nursing the baby. And when I would say, yeah, she would just kind of give me the looks like, like seriously, you're nursing your baby? She's getting big enough to eat food. Why don't you stop? Like, she never said any of that, but those are the feelings I got from skeptical people who didn't think I should nurse my baby. <laughs> and at times those were really frustrating and annoying to deal with in my thoughts, probably because I kept dwelling on them. And that is my tip, that if there are people skeptical to your choice, Maybe it's even the opposite way. Maybe you've decided to bottle feed and your mom didn't bottle feed and you get skeptical comments and looks and what have you from family members that did something different than you do. My first suggestion when this happens is to not dwell on those. Don't dwell on those seeds. Don't plant those seeds that they're trying to put in your mind. And they might not even be trying. It just might be something that you come across. Just let it go. Choose to remember the exact reason why you are feeding your baby the way you are feeding your baby. Confirm yourself that this is best for you and your family and let those seeds, those negative seeds that other people are throwing at you go. Leave them at the wayside where they can't get planted and plant the seeds of your reasons, of your purpose and why you are choosing to nurse or bottle feed your baby. I find that if we plant the seeds that we think other people are thinking bad and negative about us, then we kind of go downhill. We get wrapped up in what other people think and concerned and worried and upset, and then we act different around these people. 
we don't act in the way that we want to act, and it can affect relationships, which is another fun topic all in of itself that I'll talk about sometime about dealing with relationships. Um, but today I want to summarize with breast or bottle. They are both great. They are both amazing, and you need to do the one that is best for you and your family. I am a huge supporter of nursing, and if you are able to nurse, I would highly encourage and recommend it. It has been a blessing for all of my babies. I have nursed them all for a year or close to a year or had enough breast milk pumped to support them for a year. That is what the U.S. guidelines recommended a long time ago or recently. (laughs) I don't know the recent recommendations, but I know when my son was born, it was recommended for at least a year. And that's what I tried to do. And I actually wanted to go into one more thing that I just thought of, well, before I was going to close. But I think this is important because it can kind of seem like our body is not ours when we're pregnant or nursing. When we're pregnant, we don't feel like ourselves. We don't, we're not able to do the things we once did and it's hard and discouraging. And then to continue that into nursing can actually be very hard. It can be overwhelming. In fact, it can, if the baby doesn't nurse well, that can also contribute and make nursing even harder. (laughs) These are things that just came to my mind. So sorry, this episode's going to be longer than I thought it was going to be. But I feel like this is something that needs to be talked about, that your body didn't feel like yours when I was pregnant, and now you're nursing a baby, you're attached to this baby. And it can make doing things still hard because you are attached to your baby. You can't go on an afternoon hike with your husband unless you're going to take the baby. You know what I mean? And same with working. Working can be hard with having a baby and being attached to that baby and nursing him or her. And it does take time and it takes working with your thoughts. I actually did not get good at this until my third baby. I started really realizing the thoughts that I was thinking and I was thinking thoughts like, I hate nursing because I can't do anything. I'm attached to the baby, my body's not mine, and I can't be Jocelyn. (laughs) I can't do the fun things I want to do. And as I dwelt in those thoughts, nursing felt hard, it felt heavy, it felt annoying, it felt like a burden. It didn't feel like a blessing that was supporting me and my baby. It felt like a burden that I was carrying that. And to add to the burden, I also felt like I needed to nurse because nursing was free. (laughs) It didn't cost a single penny to nurse, but it did cost to buy formula. And actually formula was really expensive. And in the beginning days, I'll be honest, I was definitely motivated by cost. I am a pretty thrifty and frugal person, and if I can save money, I am going to, even if I it causes me extra added pain and anguish. And I think for the first couple, it did cause me the extra pain and the anguish until I started letting my thoughts work for me instead of against me, until I started turning to the fact of how beautiful it was that nursing is free. How amazing it was for me and my body and my baby that nursing was free. And I also realized that I could do both. I didn't have to strictly do one or the other. And that was so liberating. It felt like I had to be all nursing or all bottle. And there was no options in between. But I'm here to tell you there are so many options in between. And I found some of those options that worked for me. So I was able to find the joy, the peace, and the contentment in nursing and 
less costs. But I also was able to experience some freedom with a bottle to get out, to feel like I was myself and do things that I had done before having the baby. So there are a lot of factors to think about when you are trying to pick between nursing the baby or bottle feeding the baby. There is the time commitment, there is the cost commitment, there is the sacrifice, and there are your thoughts. How are your thoughts going to be if you pick nursing? How are they going to be if you pick bottle? What if you want to nurse but you're having a hard time with your thoughts? Find the thoughts that work for you and plant those thoughts. Get rid of the thoughts that are not working for you and throw them out, just like the skepticism from other people. Throw it out and let your thoughts work for you. Find the ones that work for you. For me, it was finding a balance of both. Mostly nursing, but having the option of the bottle. What is going to work for you? I hope these mindset tools help you in choosing whether you're going to nurse or bottle feed or somewhere in the middle. I have done a heavy pregnancy series, and I encourage you that if you're not pregnant, maybe next time you're pregnant, go back and listen to these episodes. They progressively go through a pregnancy, starting with the intimacy, actually, (laughs) and then going all the way through the sickness, all the way through the gender reveal, all the way through the weight gains and changes, the tiredness, and the birth plans, and when things happen right, and when things don't happen right. Come back and listen to this pregnancy episode, these pregnancy episodes and series, and I think it will help your mindset next time you are pregnant. I am so grateful you have joined me for the series. I'm grateful for you sharing this with your pregnant friend, but most of all, I am grateful for you implementing these in your life so that you can find your own Meliora. Thank you so much for being a part of this pregnancy series. If you don't know it already, I have a pregnancy course. It can help you with your mindset. If you are having a hard time grasping these tools, I have made a course of tools that helped me in my last two pregnancies to have a more positive experience with pregnancy. It helps your mental mindset, and it's me guiding you through one to two minute videos that I can help you uplift your mindset to find greater joy and beauty in the sacred season of pregnancy. The link to that will be in the show notes, and I am so excited to have you join me there. Until next time. Thank you for being a part of the Meliora Mentor Podcast, for listening, for sharing, and for most of all, applying these tools into your own life to improve your own happiness so that you can find your own better thoughts for a better you and a better life through taking small steps in thought or action to reach your goal. If you are one of those individuals who have an inner desire but are having a difficult time making progress in your goals, I can help you find the small, doable steps without drastic changes to your everyday life. Reach out, let's connect, and let's see you move forward. My name is Jocelyn, and I thank you for listening. Until next time.